Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Landy Lodge where today we are talking about the Sonic movie and we are joined by some amazing guests. But before I introduce these legends, let's first thank all those kind individuals who made this possible. Some who are already in the chat. Let's give it up for Charlotte, Alex, Chris, Maria, Shane, David, Scott, Jillian, Corey, Twilight Plays, Nick, Kevin, AJ, Michael, Andrew, Brendan, Gaseous Snake, Mookie, DTRT90, Orpheus, Joshua, Jordan, Corey, Axel, DJ, Brady, and Jack to Park. All those kind individuals are the sages of the lodge, those who give as little as a dollar a month. But if you've been here, you know where you can do that. Just know it's never expected. I'm just happy to have you all here. And speaking of being happy to have somebody here, I am very pleased to have the Movie Mayhem podcast. Guys, before we start talking about the little blue blur, how about you give everyone a little quick idea of who you are, where they can find you, and what it is you do. Well, what up, man? Thanks What's for having on? us on. Hey, oh. Dude, yeah, my, my pleasure, do. dudes. So what, this is like our fiftieth time that we've all done each other's podcasts. Like we've—if you total them all up, we, we might need more than a couple hands. Right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, we do. Um, we we try to do movie reviews. Yeah, we we end up doing a some, lot of movie reviews. We talk about movies. We don't really like to call us the movie reviewers because yeah, I don't think we're qualified. Yeah, not at all. To like properly critique a review movie, but we like talking about the movies that we see, and we like seeing a lot of movies. And I think for a lot of people, that makes us a little bit more grounded and relatable than your average uh, uh, movie, you know, what cr critic, critic, critic. Yeah. Critic review, yeah. Um, but we're, we're movie conversationalists. Yeah, we're movie con enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and rec recently, we we also play a lot of D and D together That's with right. our friends, yeah. and so a, a lot of our, like like uh, D and D like related conversations have been like easing their way into the podcast. Every now and then, you'll find like a random like Dungeons and Dragons episode yeah. that we that we talk about. But we're we're yeah. primarily a movie podcast. Um, on our social media, you'll see where where uh, Brian here is a master of poorly done oh, oh, uh, right. Photoshop. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working with what, what, whatever free app I get. So I mean, keep it, keep, yeah, come. And I really come should on, tell man. you everything you need to know right yeah, there. Right? You're working with your <laughs> the best free app money can't buy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and that's and that's really the the name of the game with yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. All right. I just fucking consistency and longevity just are fucking gut punches. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, I'm really excited to have you guys on. I mean, every time we get together, I feel like we have a really good conversation. Um, we, I do want to brace the audience. Um, the last time the three of us talked about a Sonic movie um, was February 2020? That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't need to fill in the blanks of what happened shortly after that. But we've the three of us have always blamed ourselves. We said we should have never reviewed that movie. It was... Clearly, the catalyst for everything that transpired. Um, but I do have to say, it was two. It was two things. It was not having enough masks and us doing that movie review. Yeah, <laughs> I still, yeah, it, it always will live in infamy in my life as the last movie I saw before everything happened. Yeah. And it had, uh, it had to be this Sonic. Feels like almost vindication. This feels like a nice full circle moment. To come back and, and do the sequel. I'm starting to feel like we might be on the other side. But if everything goes to uh, shit again, you guys, everyone watching, you're free to blame us. It's clearly us not learning our, our lesson. Now. 
the first time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, those should warning they blame us or should they blame the Sonic people because they're the ones who keep on testing fate. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. So tr honestly, I feel so relieved now. I feel like we could just blame Paramount Pictures for all the problems. Exactly. We didn't put the movie out. Yeah, that's we're true. Just being consumers. Exactly. We were just being good little customers. Yeah, right. You know, it wasn't our yeah. fault. Um, when the first draft of Sonic's face came out, they had the option to can the whole movie. Right there, they should have known. They should have known. The only out. bad thing they're going to come from this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but they put it out, and now and, and now look where we are. It's the one little snow. Oh, yeah, hey, listen, yeah. got, it got a sequel. For, for a while there, it looked like nobody might get a sequel. But uh, <laughs> movie theaters seem to be back. We'll talk a little bit more broadly about that later in the podcast. But the reason why I'm having you guys on is because, look, I grew up a diehard Sonic fan. I'm here to give you the fanboy perspective. Now, you guys, as we discussed in our first podcast together, you guys have a history with Sonic the Hedgehog, no matter how small or big it might be. But you guys are, I feel like you're giving, you're going to provide that more moviegoer overall perspective. Like, what does this look like through the eyes of someone who's not blinded by nostalgia? You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. I mean, I think, I think that's true. But at the same time, I feel like, you could only have a very uh, light and casual f familiarity with Sonic and still see the amount of heart that went into this movie uh, yeah. and how much the people who made it really care. I think something like that translates very well to, to a general audience. And I guess my question would be, do you guys think that this is some kind of cultural shift where these production companies are going to start listening a little bit more to fan feedback because it's not like they like they they change the story in favor of anybody they just no. change the design you know it was something a little bit smaller people the audience wasn't asking for a rewrite of the script they were just asking for a rewrite of some CGI elements do you think that that this may push us towards an age not necessarily where fan feedback controls a production but where companies are starting to consider like Sonic could be a template. It's like if your audience has some feedback for you, if you listen to them, they're going to honor it enough to maybe give your movie a chance. I feel like we got uh, multiple examples of that. I mean, not just Sonic with like the, the outcry of that, but also like to whatever your opinion of it, the Snyder Cut was mostly a fan-driven thing. And, you know, luck have it to him, HBO Max was coming out and a pandemic was hitting at the same time. So they like Warner Brothers hands were kind of like, all right, fuck it. Here's $70 million, finish it up. Uh, <laughs> I think it just depends. I think it depends on the product that they're coming out with. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like a lot of these IP driven movies is open to that. Um, I feel extra hand of fans. If it's present like Super Mario Brothers is going to get a fucking movie. Mm -hmm. And if that, I mean, Chris Pratt is going to be Mario. I think we're all okay with it. Are, are we okay with it now, or are we still we still a little upset? I, 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 I personally, I think, I think an artist can make something like that tasteful. So okay. I'll give it a chance. Do I have high hopes? Absolutely not. But right. <laughs> somebody with a creative enough mind can make that fun. So yeah, Charlie Day's Luigi. You know, like we could have a good yeah. time with this. I feel like yeah, that it has like that oddball kind of coupling that may work very well and. I know Chris Pratt is the he does enjoy help like doing kids movies, kind of like that like family friendly actor. Mm -hmm. uh, Charlie Day, I, I don't know where that one came from, but <laughs> sure, I'm mad at it. Yeah, I'm mad at it. Uh, but I think they would be a little bit more, and not like walking on eggshells and not tippy toe, but they'll be a little bit more conscious of like criticism because it is such a huge product. And Nintendo has such a bad uh, taste in their mouth from the first 
Super Mario Brothers movie being uh, critically, cultically known as a bad movie. It's not even like a, it didn't even achieve like bad cult status, you know? It didn't get the cult status. It didn't get there at all. Like it's just because that's the infamy. It's that because even now people don't like it. Yeah, (laughs) it didn't didn't get there because they they wiped it from everything. Like it's so hard to get like a DVD copy. That's true. Go to YouTube and get like a shit copy of it. And then you might get fucking sued. I'm not on YouTube a lot. I know you are. I don't know how their ins and outs work, but I feel like you're just gonna get sued every time you like. Ninten- Nintendo's always <laughs> Nintendo's always watching. Let's just put it right, that yeah. way. But uh, circling us back onto Sonic, um, I figure a good way to start is maybe each one of us give a broad review or broad perspective on what they thought of the film. Do you guys want to lead off or? Sure. Yeah. Going to go first, Brian. Uh, it was too fucking long, yeah. uh, <laughs> and it could have been 90 minutes, and it would have been all right. <laughs> so. I, I thought I liked it. I thought it, it was uh, it showed a lot of heart. I think if uh, I think the people that made it were clearly fans and put their a lot of passion into it, and that showed. Um, but at the same time, it is very much still a kids' movie, mm-hmm. and all the hangups that come with that are here. And like Brian said, it is too long. There are a few subplots that I think um, really could have been shaved down to make this a more palatable uh, movie. I'd, I'd actually, I'd actually, believe it or not, I'd act as someone who really enjoyed the film. I'd actually agree with both of your takes. Uh, I don't think the new movie needed to be over two hours. Um, right. I don't think there was enough going on to necessarily warrant that. It could have been fifteen minutes shorter. Could have been thirty minutes shorter. And I think it would have been a neater packaged film. Uh, that's and, and that said, like you're saying, Matt, like there was a lot of heart in this film. Like for me, there was some Easter egg or wink. Like in almost every single frame, down to the coffee shop being named Mean Bean, which is a reference to Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine on Genesis, which was some puzzle game that almost nobody played except sickos like me. And they 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 winked, they're winking at the sickos, and I I I always enjoy that. Uh, I will say when a kid's movie winks at sickos, that's great. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Oh god, you know what? I've been waiting for when I get canceled, so I'll take it. Look, I, I, the Rotten Tomatoes, it's its good. Like, it's very positive. It's a 68 critic and a 97 audience. So That's it's pretty obviously- good. That's pretty, that, is, that is pretty good. I mean, again, yeah. I'll say this. I never buy into the context of like, oh, it's a kid's movie, so you should be more forgiving necessarily. Anybody who loves Shrek can throw that logic out the window. Shrek is a kid's movie, and it's goddamn near perfect. It's, a, it, it's, true. it's an immortal meme for a reason. So I, I think... Mean, I hate- Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I hate to be the old guy in the room, but I grew up in, I, I was born in 1985 and we had like E.T., like Goonies and all that shit where kids movies are like classics. Kind of hyper-violent and like insane if you think about it. But yeah. they're classics. But, but they're classics because yeah. they have a consistent story and they don't treat the viewers like fucking idiots. They don't talk, yeah, so- exactly. They don't talk down to the viewer so that there are certain moments where somebody who's older or a parent can, can right. find something to enjoy. Um, but I think one of the things that stood out to me is like, I actually thought everything that was new in this movie was great. It almost seemed like a lot of the tropes from the first movie almost felt a little played out. Like, to put that broadly, I thought Tails and Knuckles were the highlight of the film, 100%. And as someone who adores Jim Carrey, and I I do love his take on Robotnik, most particularly in the first one, he felt a little played out this time. Like, the humor felt... He was my favorite CGI character, though. It was great. He was good. (laughs) <laughs> he, he was the best commu- computer animated figure in that whole movie really hyper realistic when you think yeah, about it really captures so essence. <laughs> but I, I felt i felt like that and with sonic 2 which 
Also with Sonic, a lot of my complaints about the character Sonic can be leveraged that this is a kid Sonic, this is a child Sonic. That said, there are certain things about the character that didn't quite sit right with me, but they most certainly did it justice and paid homage to the character's roots and its history. But I have to say, to me, Tails was like, like mm -hmm. you. okay, just to make my perspective a little clearer, you look at Sonic in this movie and you go, okay, this is a cinema adaptation of the character. This is a character that's been shaped for the cinema that takes a lot of inspiration from the games. Tails is like it's dra tails. drag and drop. Like yep, it's tails. And it's <laughs> the same voice actor too. Uh, I forgot, yeah, yeah. Colleen something. I, I, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, I think. There it is. So, something along those lines. Same voice, drag and drop. I, I loved every scene Tails was in. Perfect. Knuckles is another one where it's like, this is a little bit of a cinematically shaped Knuckles, but a lot yeah. of it does come from his source material. And I thought I thought Idris Elba took that role oh, yeah. pretty yeah. seriously, man. You I don't, don't know miss. how you felt about that. Idris don't miss. You put Idris in there, he's gonna kill it. Yeah. And he did that with and he did that with uh, with Knuckles. I thought I agree with you. Tails and Knuckles were the, whenever I played Sonic 2. My, I played with my older brother, so he was always Sonic, and I was always Tails. So I always have a soft spot for Tails, and of course. They, they nailed it. As like when Tails said they had two, they had two Tails, <laughs> everyone thought it was weird. Right, right. Oh, come on, <laughs> right, 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 melted right. my heart. What are, you, what are you talking about? It was amazing. You know, and then they do the then they do the fly, the combo fly move, just right out of the game. Yeah, right out. Up Sonic and flying out oh. of danger. He's driving around the tornado and everything. Come like on. it's so. It, they really nailed it all. And that, like, one thing I wish they would have played up a little more is that, like, him and, like, Eggman are, like, rival geniuses. And, like, eventually, mm. like, in the games and shows, like, their tech kind of goes to battle. I would have liked to see a little bit more of that, but that could always be saved for a future movie. Here's a question for you guys. What did you think of what I call the Rachel sub-arc? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, when it, when it was happening... Like in the in the moment, yeah. I was I was I thought it was funny and I thought it was and I thought it was fun and like the audience was very much into it. And then it ended, and I'm just like, wait, weren't we in the middle of weren't we searching for something? Like, was it, <laughs> were we in the middle of a movie? Oh no, yeah, it happened like what at the end of the second act. I'm like, is, yeah. this, is this where we're going now? Like, right. right. Like... <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought it was a really good twist, yeah. like for how like uh, I don't know James Marston's name, uh, uh, Wachowski. Just Donut, call him Wachowski. Wachowski. Donut Lord. Donut Lord. <laughs> And I was wondering how Donut Lord would worry would ruin the wedding, and that was I thought a very cool way to have him ruin the wedding. And then I thought the twist that even the even the fucking priest was a fan. I thought that was funny too. And then I thought the I thought it was all funny. And then it, but like then when it ended, it was just kind of like I just realized like wow, what a detour. I felt yeah. Uh, I felt kind of bad. I mean, the actor who played the uh, fiance, uh, Shamar Moore, Ooh, yeah. he's been around forever. That's a man candy right he, there. It, but I feel like Idris Elba should have played that part too. <laughs> <laughs> because I felt that their voices were almost the same. No, they're not. No, I mean, Idris Elba's Knuckles voice sounded a lot like Shamar, whatever Shamar Moore was trying to do. He just sounded like himself. But that's the thing. I, like, I also, it would have been a lot funnier if it was Idris Elba. It was Elba, Idris Elba, just, yeah. just, like, That would have been so funny. <laughs> I honestly, I, it would have gotten me to laugh pretty hard. Because yeah. like, he does, he does it. He shows up randomly at places. I mean, it, and he's a, he's a lot of fun to like watch live action. So yeah. I think it would he would have been a great kind of bounce off. But I do think it was a real fun, like that human group really 
had a little bit more fun because they had more stuff to do than like oh, Sonic's got to get to San Francisco and back home. <laughs> okay, we're done. Yeah, and I thought and I thought they did good like tying it back to Sonic. Like one part that stood out to me is like when uh, Wachowski sees like um, the uh, fiance and all the um, like boys partying, and he's like, "Ah, oh, the Top Gun so- moment. Yeah. Sonic needs that." Yeah, exactly. Sonic needs that. I'm like, okay, good, good. Keeping it in context here, they it's did. Still, pre- it's still a Sonic movie. It's still yes. Sonic movie, exactly. Keeping it in it context had- as good as I can, but I feel like we could have cut back on a number of those like human scenes. As someone who I loved, I, I like. I thought the actor who played Rachel is so funny. Like she, yeah. she played it up like as good as she could and did a great job, but. At the, like after the reveal that they were feds, it, you, we should have just abandoned the romantic subplot. You know right, what I mean? Right. It's like the big twist happened and it was gone. Which, by the way, the feds gun like that is from like the Sonic lore. That's the G U N. That's straight out yeah. of the Sonic lore. So like figured, for people yeah. like me, when it flipped, like they're gone. I was like, <gasps> like oh my god, we're going, we're going <laughs> there. But then when. Post that scene, it's more about Rachel's sub, like, romantic arc and less about how gun is literally a thing now. I'm like, I think we got what part of the twist was most important wrong here, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think that actually missed- was my biggest, that was my biggest laugh because I had no idea about, like, that. I think that's past my Sonic lore knowledge. That's when he came to 3D. Thing. That's around the 3D when, era gun it was introduced. When they started oh, spelling gosh, out the acronym and the guy's like, yeah, gun. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm like, that's the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> it's like his acknowledgement. Like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we, we did that. Yeah, yeah we well, do that we up. Do that. Well, <laughs> I have to say, I, I like, and another thing, speaking of gun, because like, I'm a, personally, I think my favorite Sonic games will always be the adventure series. Mm-hmm. And there's this very weird theme in these games where it's like Sonic and his friends just disrespect the feds. So Tails <laughs> stealing a cop car, to me, was just like, Yes. <laughs> yes. Very on brand. Yeah. Very on Come brand. On that's what that's what we do. <laughs> like it's so funny you wouldn't think about it but like you play freaking Sonic Adventure 2 and the game literally opens with Sonic running away from the feds. Like it's a heist oh. that he's chased by the feds of fucking I mean it is Earth at that point. The old games is Mobius. But either way, you get my point. Um, yeah. it's just moments like that where it played up of like, "Oh, you guys did something really cool. Gun was the twist." But it's more about Rachel's like sub romantic arc and less about gun, which I would have preferred to see that sort of maybe flip. And also, mm-hmm. as far as Rachel goes, she was done dirty in the first movie, and that was the joke, yeah. right? And yes. in this one, it would have been good if it's like, all right, she got done dirty again on a bigger level, like her wedding was <laughs> ruined. And for that to be the joke, I think would have yeah. been funny enough. I didn't. I, I would. I wouldn't have been mad if I left that movie. Like in the back of my mind, I wouldn't have been thinking like, you know, Knuckles and Tails are really right. good, but I really wish like Rachel got her got her. Got her <laughs> She's really the heart of the story. Yeah, I really feel bad. Like fucking lots they really, together, they really yeah. need to write something. You know. Like I would. Uh, you know I what I mean? Do without the Robotnik stuff, but the Rachel yeah, but stuff the Rachel. I needed. Like, <laughs> yeah. like Super Sonic was cool, but the right. real resolution I needed. When I wanted you, to know what happened. When you saw those ice sculptures and you see the faces, like that's that's the real shot. That's yeah, that's the only moment of real cinematography. I mean, movie. I always thought throughout Shamar Moore's career, like, have I, has he ever really committed to being electrocuted? No, I needed that. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I would so have So there's something fine. for everyone in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all, it's, it's all, it's a four quadrant movie. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, so I think, I think the, the wedding subplot was fine until it went on. Yeah. 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 Until it went beyond 10 minutes off point. the movie right there. Yeah. So what do you guys think of Jim Carrey in recent interviews, not only saying that he's retiring from acting, but he mentioned that he should be replaced by a fat Eggman. 
that he wants them to go more towards the game route. What do you what do you make of that? Do you think that, do you think the Sonic series is in trouble because Carrie Jim Carrey's stepping down? Or do you think the series can successfully evolve without him? I think it could successfully evolve without him. I I mean, I don't know how like how like the target audience feels, but as somebody like watching, I was like, at, by the end, I was like, okay, enough, enough with this guy a, a little bit. <laughs> like when he starts doing like the, like the Trump reference, I was like, ah, oh, come on. Like, all right. What was it's, the Trump reference? It's like, you know, you did some things. I did some things. There's good people on both sides. Oh, it's he like, did say that. He did I was say like, that. all right, like enough's enough. Like just move along. <laughs> I, I do think that I, I kind of agree with what you were saying, Nick, with like how his shtick was a lot fresher and more enjoyable in the first one and it wasn't bad in the second but we'd already seen it it felt a little stale at times yeah i feel like if you were to bring another two-hour dose of that for movie three and not change something significantly like it would not hit well at all so and i i think you have a good protagonist in sonic or a decent protagonist in sonic he's uh, you know like he's not just a kid he's like a kid with adhd and like dissociative identity disorder but uh <laughs> but you know if they went into that we could have some fun most people don't know that but that's episode five of moon Knight, where could, yeah yeah sonic. <laughs> it's become sonic yeah the sonic suit yeah um the sonic scarab Ooh, but no but but i think he's got enough going with tails and knuckles to kind of give balance to his character yeah um and, and then with if, if with the in, with the introduction uh in the mid credit scene you know, I think they're they're bringing in enough Sonic lore for it to kind of stand on its yeah. own at this point. I think if you do see more than three movies in this franchise, you could give Robotnik a break mm-hmm. um, and give whatever that mid. I I don't really know. Like I've said this before, uh, if you go back to our episode or when you talk about it, also all of our episodes are available anywhere you get podcasts and even on YouTube for Nick. Right. Uh, just you know, any any way you want to get just that gonna podcast. go and drop that movie mayhem link in the chat for everybody. Oh, sick! There you, there you go. Uh, but yeah, you. Um, I don't know if there's like any other like you could start doing different villains and just kind of ease back on Robotnik to then if you want to do like if you somehow then cross over Mario and Sonic and whatever Oof. Disney property set, uh it's not did I say Disney sorry Nintendo, Nintendo property <laughs> yeah sorry Oof. sorry uh it's so a Nintendo property you could then like in 5 years down the line be like you super know who's smash the big Bros. bad yeah no. <laughs> who's the super Bro- who's the uh smash bros big bad robotnik he's the one who's Bring so, back to that. he's teleporting all these characters into fucking uh fighting tournament i like, mean shit who right. know who but, knows yeah. you could work something right. like that yeah, and I, mean, I you think you could get an altered beast movie as they put in the fucking Sega title screen when they had the little <laughs> Oh yeah. Like, oh fucking altered beast, let's go. That, yeah, that was cool to see. Um yeah, I, I think yeah, I think it, you don't want also don't want it to become like Batman, where yeah. it's like it's always the Joker. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't after like Sonic Adventure is when I kind of uh that's like the extent of my Sonic uh lore. So I'm not too familiar with how much of a rogues gallery he has. Uh, outside of like you know literally the character named Rogue, but um, I don't know how many villains Sonic has outside of Robotnik. So I think that, that could be a limiting factor. I will say so. We we could talk about the mid credit scene. They showed a shadow is coming. Yeah. But the problem, and here's the thing: if they were to move on from Robotnik, which they in theory could, the problem is Robotnik's uncle is the one who invent who created Shadow. Like, there's the oh. lore behind that. Shadow is actually older than Sonic. Shadow was made 50 years before the events of Sonic by Robotnik's uncle. 
Um, or maybe it was his grandfather. One or the other. <laughs> some, some older male figure, not his dad, basically yeah. Yeah. created Shadow. Um, you got to find who's older than Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, that's the thing, though. It, his, uh, his grandfather or uncle never makes an appearance. He's, he's dead by the time the events of the game happen. So oh, okay. I, I suppose they could move with something where maybe Robotnik is arrested or in jail. Okay, I see Maria in the chat says it was his grandfather. Okay, there, there we go. go. That's what they're Thanks there for. Maria. Fact checkers right on hand. Um, but you could like almost work with this world where it's like you have to deal with the ripple effects of Robotnik, where one mm -hmm. of the ripple effects is like literally his grandfather's creation is being released. Uh, maybe Gunn repossessed all his assets and that was something that was lying in the basement. Maybe Gunn takes over and all the, becomes like the enemy. Because one, like the biggest other villain you could say in the Sonic series is probably Metal Sonic. Who's another one of Robotnik's creations? So, you so my really dumbass thought the mid credit was Metal Sonic until I saw Shadow. I'd be hyped for either. I'd be hyped for either if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. They're both they they they're both a lot of fun. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what what sort of lengths they go to because Sonic kind of lives in this in the multiverse where it's like there are many different Sonic universes with different characters and different histories and different lores. Some Sonic universes take place on Earth. Others take place on Mobius. It's, it's a whole mishmash, so they can kind of really just do what they want. However, multiverses, they're hot right now, so it's like the big thing. Everybody's doing fucking multiverses. Yep. Exactly. And I, but the problem is, as far as I know, Shadow's origins have never not been what they are. Whereas like Sonic's origins are kind of all over the map, and you can play with that as much as you want. Shadow's origins, as far as I'm concerned, I think are pretty much married to he was invented by Robotnik's grandfather. He befriended, uh, what would it be? Maria was the grandfather's daughter, so that would be Robotnik's aunt. So anyway, he made best friends with like Robotnik's aunt when she was young and watched her die before his eyes, which is what turned. Yeah, no, Sonic Adventure 2 goes hard. Um, I don't know how they got away with half the shit they got away with, but that's the mid two thousands for you. Nobody was, no, yeah, nobody no was looking. Was <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody was looking, and the internet wasn't big enough to make a big, big stink about it. Um, mm. But that's kind of what turns him into this sort of like quote unquote evil figure. He eventually comes around, but I wonder if they're gonna play with that at all. Um, but who knows? I mean, like you guys are saying, multiverses are kind of the hot thing right now. Do you think? Do you, can you see Paramount working with other studios to sort of expand the Sonic-verse and try to create some, like, video game-verse, the way Marvel and DC have created their comic-verses? Do you think that's an inevitable circumstance? It depends on who owns it. So, right. like, Disney won't, because, right. like, it, it, almost cost, it almost costs them, like, the new Spider-Man to rework a deal. So they won't really go out of their way to help anyone out. I doubt um, it. Sony is just a bunch of morons running around. Mm -hmm. um, they'll probably do anything. So if they have like, like if you look at any of their movies, it's just they're like, eh, yeah, sure. Spider, if, some, if we can shove a Spider-Man in there or, uh, you know, whatever. But also good. Sonic's not Spider-Man right, as exactly. well, you know what I mean? They tried to make him Spider-Man in the beginning though, or Batman in the beginning. A little they bit did. of Batman, they did yeah. Batman, Batman, Batman yeah. in the beginning. But Blue Justice. I, right. I, think, I think Paramount, if Paramount has a partnership with Nintendo, then they have all like the rights to those characters. Yeah, so I think yeah. a Nintendo versus maybe yeah. a, a little more. That's yeah. probably doable. Doable, yeah. But whether they have Sega I get mean, involved is a whole other story. 
Right. Uh, yeah. And also, again, like you need it. They needed to kind of like Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe works because Iron Man, you know, struck gold. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And then they were able to build up. Right. And then they were able to build up to Avengers. Like Sonic did well. I, and Sonic 2 is doing well. Right. I don't know if it's well enough to try to build a universe around it. I don't know if they're there yet. Yeah. They, they may, they may, because a lot of like, we. I think we, if Mario does well, then you can yeah. bring Sonic in. Because we're in that, we are in a, in a post-apocalyptic cinematic universe where everybody <laughs> except Marvel has tried to make their cinematic universe work and it's failed and miserably. It's failed every time. So Sonic failed. Monster, Monsterverse. Amazing uh, Spider-Man verse failed. Uh, uh Sesame Street universe failed. The, the Sesame verse. Yeah, Sesame verse. Sesame seeds. They couldn't plant them. They couldn't plant the Sesame yeah, seeds. They're not real seeds. No. Uh, but even the DC universe. Is yeah, like, DC universe is a fucking shit show. Yeah. So now wow. they're gonna they're gonna implode it once the merger of, with the Warner Media and Discovery goes through. Mm-hmm. They're gonna like now be more, uh, I think, individual story focused. So like more like the Batman's and Joker and other things instead of you know dc extended universe but i'd like to see mario do well and then maybe they make a zelda movie or you know they make like a here's here's where my worry is i'm not sure a lot of those nintendo properties transfer to to a cinematic experience very well i mean we saw them struggle with mario once and now we're seeing this world where like they clearly weren't confident enough in making a film that's like just the Mario characters, just the Mario voices, just that. They felt like they needed to ride Hollywood's curtails, and that's why they brought in all this this superstar cast. So right. they don't seem confident that they can make your typical Mario experience into a movie. And you know, one thing that's going to make the Zelda a Zelda cinematic experience tough, which I'm not saying it can't be done, but the problem is you have a protagonist who doesn't talk, and you have a yeah. protagonist yeah. who's named Link because he's supposed to be the Link between the player right. and the game. So in my opinion, if you were to do a Zelda movie, it would have to be a POV. Where no, the, that would never work. It, that's it what I'm saying. It, I just yeah. don't see it working. And like whoever his companion is would have to be doing all the talking. Where Sonic is pretty unique is like it actually kind of does lend itself to a cinematic experience pretty well because that's how a lot of those 3D games were structured. I don't think, I, I think it's more of a credit to Sonic. Yeah. The, the, to the movie than anything that they were man that they did manage to make a decent movie out of a video game because how many what's when's the last video game the good video game movies how detective game pikachu movies? that's true uh, there which you go. to me new tomb raider was okay new tomb raider was okay but after that it's just og like tomb raider is pretty good too like the old one the first one which only right. back in the 90s is not bad yeah it's just no, it's do, also I just been like, like a do like that. like a mass burial of just terrible movies because they all try to they they try to just staple like a video game cover on side inside of the, like a tired format like yeah like Uncharted yeah like it's like it's an Indiana Jones movie but we're just gonna replace uh, Indiana Jones with Nathan Drake and like that's replace it. Nathan Drake with but we're Tom not Holland gonna, but we're not gonna make anything what's special about Nathan Drake besides he's a mass murderer uh, like that's it like that's it like he lives nothing. Yeah. he lives he gets yeah. it but um yeah so I, I think it's more of an exception. Then I, like Sonic is exceptional in that they made a, a decent movie out of it. Mario is, you know, less, like you said, the games are less story driven than Sonic was. Yeah. So Sonic has as much more lore in his back pocket mm-hmm. that as opposed to Mario, whose you know, first few games are Bowser stealing the princess. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, Run right to left, up and down. You're good to go. Good to go, um, and then I agree that that with your with what you're saying about Zelda, I think those are those are very valid points too. So it's a much 
more of an uphill climb because you're already dealing with something, you know, the video game movie, which has been plagued uh, and, and, you know, yeah. failed multiple times, but then so were comic book movies until they weren't, you know? Very true. It's a great and point. Now, yeah. That's a great it point. Take, it takes like one dedicated filmmaker and a, and a very patient studio to like, uh, and you know, to, to your point with the character that doesn't speak, um, the Bumblebee movie, like the Transformer Bumblebee movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I know the character like kind of clipped through like radio to get uh, songs, but he doesn't have any active dialogue after the first ten minutes. But Bumblebee also had a reason not to speak, and he had Haley Steinfeld to right. to back him so, up. So Link is going to be. What's Link's reason to not speak? I mean, you give a two minute thing. It's like, oh, you took a vow of silence or whatever. Oh, he's dumb. Oh, he's dumb. dumb. No, no, I'm kidding. Oh, is that the, I don't know the story. <laughs> No, and, and <laughs> no, 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 we're I mean, only allowed it, two action games. We had to get a Sesame Speak and Spell game or whatever the fuck it was. We had to get a game. Give me a break. No, so yeah, it, it it'd be tough. It'd be tough to get a universe out, but I'd really like to see that. Yeah, me imagine to build to a Super Smash Bros. That's like I've seen crazier things. Like where, like I don't know if you're much into pro wrestling at all, but right now in the past couple oh, years, yeah. we've seen so like if you're into pro wrestling. You've, there's so many things that have happened in the industry of I have like a baseline I have like a baseline following like I know about the explosion of things like AEW in the last few yeah. years and like didn't Jericho go over to AEW yep. and sort of like splash of, things yeah. like that yeah at this point or I, I'd say like once a month we're seeing something that for the past 20 years nobody like yeah. you would you would never think you'd see so what's the and reason so for all I, this? I what is the reason something. that all these sort of entertainment mediums whether it be pro wrestling or the movies are starting to do things that were only imaginable 10 20 years ago right like what what is it about today that's making all these things so much easier to produce i think i think it's the streaming services mm-hmm. and honestly like it because you could you could collect certain things and be like okay well we could all make money if we like it sounds weird, but like like with the pro wrestling thing, the the guy who owns AEW bought another wrestling company, and now they're working with another gigantic wrestling company to put out a huge pay per view in June. But they're also making a deal with Warner Media, so they're gonna maybe on HBO Max or Discovery uh, Discovery uh, streaming services. So now that their their product can be seen by more people than just like their like that Venn diagram of people is now expanding instead of like, oh, you know, like if, if you have HBO Max and you're just scrolling through and you're like, oh, this looks kind of interesting. You now then watch this like if you see Chris Jericho and uh, who's an, uh, another big name like Chris Jericho and like the Hardy Boys, AEW, you're like, oh, I know those guys on HBO Max. You're like, I'll click on that. So, and then, so I guess I see what you're saying. So like on a the, ma- yeah. go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to on a macro sense it. One thing that I think the wrestling analogy and movies have in common is that there's been one person in one big person in power for so long. Like for wrestling, it's WWE, and for the for movies, let's say Marvel, right? So Mar- or you say or Disney, like Disney, or Disney. Yeah, let's yeah, say Disney. Disney, right? Yeah. So you know you have you know uh, the WWE, who's been the number one uh, source of wrestling content for the past 20, 30 years, and the issue with that is that they've become very uh i don't i guess corporate is a bit too minimalist but they've become very much a business and they're very much in like trying to 
appease their shareholders and they become formulaic in that way because they, they're going off of focus like groups and like this is what's shown to make money and it's no longer about the wrestling right and i think disney is the same way where they have all these properties and they're putting out they're churning out content and it's a lot of it is enjoyable but a lot of it is also like okay well you know, like the book of Boba Fett, right? You know, like, did we need the book of Boba Fett with the fans clamoring for the book of Boba Fett? Or did they see that the Mandalorian did well? And like, okay, people like bounty hunters and let's in replicate big it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's re so they're replicating, they're trying to just re like take our pro more properties and mold them into something that has been proven to be successful. And it's now it's no longer about the source material. And what that does is that opens up the avenue for people uh, for people who are still passionate about that sort about that content to approach it from an angle and to fill in the gaps that the formulaic uh, uh, like approach that these big companies have have uh, adapted to or have like kind of cornered themselves into you know they're able to now start coming in and try to fill those gaps like DC the one like the movies that are successful are the ones like the Suicide Squad or the Peacemaker show or the Batman, the movies that divert strongly from like the Marvel like formula, the Disney formula and fill the role of like, okay, well, we want to see superheroes that are very bloody and that curse a lot and, you know, that are like borderline bad people. Right. And, you know, and those movies have been doing very well. Or we want to see a, a superhero that is you know more grounded and but we want to see batman be an actual detective a detective instead of somebody who just beats people up right and so yeah. the batman finds success that way and i think and that's how and that's kind of how it's been with you know what i think i was gonna say you know what i think all that has in common and this is this is exactly like what the sonic movie conversation is about i feel like so much of it is honor the source material right yeah, yeah. like that's the thing as much as we all love the dark knight trilogy lord knows i do but if you read read some Batman comics, you'll see Bruce Wayne is very different in those movies than he is oh, in yeah, the comic. Yeah. It's the like the approach they took with the Pattinson movie, like making him such a grounded detective. That's what all those graphic novels look like. That's what all those graphic novels feel like. And I think both are good examples of how to divert from your source material and honor it like the Dark Knight trilogy did. And like double down on your source material the way the Batman did. To me, that's the whole conversation with the whole Sonic movie, right? Because it seemed like in the first movie when they put that design out and he looked like a blue rat, that was them going, how do we fix Sonic for the cinema? How do mm. we shape him for the cinema? They showed that and they were like, what are you doing? You have, this, you have decades of Sonic art and it doesn't look like any of it. Make it look like yeah. the 20 plus years of Sonic art. And then they did and people were like, oh, thank you. One ticket, please. <laughs> Everybody showed up. And like, yeah, same yeah. thing with the Sonic. I like to me, it all, it seemed to me like the original vision. I could be wrong, but the original vision for these films was supposed to be Sonic in the real world. Like that was the mm. original vision. And when they saw that's not what people wanted, they're like, okay, it's now going to be Sonic and Friends. Because the first movie seemed like they really wanted to balance it between like the Wachowski arc and the Sonic arc, make it a story of human and hedgehog. Where in this one, they were like, all right, we're going to send the humans to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The story of human and hedgehog a little the, much for you there. The tale is old as time. A tale, <laughs> a tale of human and hedgehog. But like literally in the first like 20 minutes of the film, we just shipped the humans off to Hawaii. Like, all right, get them out of the way. Let the Sonic and the furry friends right. get in the mix. Yeah. And I feel like that's so much more what they're doubling down on now. And that's why fans are so happy. Because again, don't get me wrong. The Rachel stuff was fun. The guy, James Marsden's good. 
I guess, you know, but like the things that like lit up the fan base was like Tails and Knuckles and for a lot of people, even Sonic. So I think, you know, you guys made a lot of good points. One, like Brian, like on your end, talk about how the streaming services create like a whole new exposure path for profit, right? So like now Paramount doesn't doesn't just get to put this into the theater. Now it's going to be on Paramount Plus in a few months. And everybody who clicks on that is a little bit of change for Paramount in that for them. You know, and like, you know, Matt, like you said, when it comes to like, you know, Disney and like WWE almost became like this monopolistic churning out of content. But all it really did was create an opportunity for uh, organizations like AEW to pop up. And what was the key? The key was IP. In In AEW's case, the IP was Chris Jericho or the Hardy Boys. But looking at sort of the cinematic universes and the movies, I think a lot of studios like Universal, a lot of studios like Paramount are going, look what Disney did with comic books. Why don't we just go over here to video games and start trying to replicate that in some way? And it's hard for me to look at the Sonic movie and not see all the points that we've been making overlap. You see the honoring of the source material on behalf of the fans. You see Paramount being able to take a chance on something like this because there are all these motives like uh, streaming exist. You know, it, it almost just seems like when it comes to the Sonic movie, it, it so much of this is about just right time, right place. Because people were starving for something from Japan to get adapted in the West and not be absolute <laughs> dog shit. And like, it's yeah. it's so heartbreaking. Like, it's like, it doesn't matter. You could take these amazing works of art like Death Note and Avatar The Last Airbender and just turn them into absolute dog shit when it's like, all you had to do was just replicate the source material. Like, change it up a little, but it's all right there. The thing we love, it's all right there. Just drag it and put it over here. But I feel like it, for so long, something always got lost in the middle where Hollywood was like, we have to fix this. We have to make it movie friendly. We have to box it in some way that it's compatible with movies. When I think Sonic is teaching them, just let it breathe. Let Tails and Knuckles show up. Make it the mean bean coffee shop. Let's do supersonic with the Chaos Emeralds. Like, let these properties breathe (laughs) the way Disney let Marvel breathe. Like, Iron Man wasn't even a big deal. You know, imagine what you could do with some gaming icon who's lost to time, like Spyro the Dragon or Crash Bandicoot. You make him one slapping movie, and that IP is revived. Echo the Dolphin, let's get that movie. Let's go with that Sega, (laughs) Paramount, get him on the phone. No, yeah, you're you're a thousand percent right. I think you're right. The thing is, what happened in between, it's Hollywood stepped in the way of making good things. Because they have this idea, like, they have like the ROI scale, the rate on the rate of investment. Mm-hmm. So like that's why you get return. Sorry, return on investment where you get like your actors are like, okay, well this guy fucking always kills it. And it, so then they try putting like a a square peg in a round hole, and it, like it, you could see like oh you were trying something mm-hmm. just to do just to get your money back. Right. But now it's like there's so much stuff going on, and people are now committed to so like, and now there's the whole thing of like, which is which I love is like. Oh, this one person's in this one universe. They can't be in another universe because that would confuse people. Yeah. <laughs> like ten years before that, it's like, yeah, he could be in the same fucking like it's the same thing. Like it doesn't. Get, it, who cares? Who yeah. cares? Like who gives a shit? Like yeah. like let, like doesn't matter. Let it fly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll also say that you know, it's not. I wouldn't say that Sonic is completely you know throwing away the book. 
on making a Hollywood movie. Scorsese slapped his knees like, he, they did it. They broke the code. Right, exactly. <laughs> They're still following a lot of the, the Hollywood um, uh, uh, Tropes. You know, conventions. Yeah, yeah like yeah. like you, you were saying before, Knuckles is Drax. Yeah. You know? I thought this... Sonic 2 was the best 2014 movie I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> like it has all like it has a laser beam in the sky, it right. has infinity stones, it has, you know, your 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 quips and all that shit. But yeah, it it will work because they have it's also like soaked in Sonic lore. Yeah, where so they I don't, don't yeah. like they don't treat it like trash. Right. I don't want to say that, you know, you have to completely diverge from what's been successful in Hollywood, because a lot of what you're, well, even what you're saying is like, look, you, it does take this and put it here, you know, like even taking this and putting it here, you know, it, it doesn't always, you can't, you, you can't a hundred percent do that. Well, like you know, we talked about with Mario and, and Link and Zelda, like there, right. that's a case where you can't do that. Right. Yeah. So there, so some concessions have oh, to be what made. A Mad Max Fury Road style Legends of Zelda movie. Max didn't speak a lot. <laughs> give, it th- give it thirty years. <laughs> he already, so he already saved Zelda, and the movie and they're like, Yo, and it was them going home, going home, and so Zelda talks, and it's Zelda's like, arc, yeah, and and Link's just there to just to. Like, I mean, that's what honestly, off. no, honestly, like not exactly what you guys are saying, but that just quit me. Like, you could do it from <laughs> Zelda's perspective, like yeah, actually make yeah. it Zelda's story as opposed to following Link. I mean, I suppose that's one way you could do it. Yeah, I mean. You know, give her a little bit more agency. That would make you know. As what if that? What about of all this time at the end of the movie, you find out Link was Zelda this whole time, and people are like, "Finally, I've been saying the shit. <laughs> I've been calling him Zelda the whole time." <laughs> it's oh, just God. a projection, you know. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll also say, you know, um, it's completely unrelated to what you were saying, but I, I but I guess not entirely unrelated. Is that the for me? I kind of feel like with the Sonic franchise, they're like they're not trying to. I, I feel like you know, say take Amazing Spider-Man two, Amazing Spider-Man two. The entire movie was trying to build this Spider Verse, right? Trying to like set up Sinister Six, trying to set up like the uh, hopefully get the symbiote in, trying to do this, trying to do that, trying to get Peter's like Shield parents in there, like all all that shit, right? And. You, they did all of that and they forgot to make a good movie. And I feel like Sonic <laughs> does the opposite where they're just like, look, we don't know how many fucking Sonic movies they're right. going to let us make, bro. Like, I'm shocked they let us do We're the other. The edge, so, man. So we got to get the shit in. I mean, we got to get Tails in this. We got to get Knuckles. We got to get fucking Super Sonic. Because, I mean, we're not, we not not being here for Sonic 3. Guys, we have three we minutes of screen time. Let's get Sonic Adam Pally in this not thing. A, right. Honestly, you're not, I feel like you're not wrong. I feel like there yep. was that sort of attitude of like, what if this movie flops? This could be the last time we get to do this. Let's get Tails. Let's get Knuckles. Let's get the right. Supersonic. Oh, how do we bring him back? Just show him Shadow. We don't even have any ideas yet. Show him Just Shadow. Show him Shadow. Right. So I'm saying, like, it, it, from that perspective, it's like, I like when I was watching the movie, I'm fully thinking, like, man, it's gonna be crazy in movie three or movie four when you know these Chaos Emeralds come back and he becomes Supersonic, right? You know, and then or the like, I, like I said in our first one, maybe Owlbeard's the villain, then uh, yeah, or Owl, whatever the fuck her name is, Owl Face, Long Claw, Long Claw, Owl Face. <laughs> but honestly, no, I gotta give them credit though, the whole like Long Claw Echidna thing is relatively original to the movies. Like really? The, the whole Echidna tribe and it being their job to guard the Master Emerald, that's all straight out of Sonic. But And now we know in canon, 
that all those echidnas died, so Owlface fucking murdered all of them. Yeah. Oh, she I, fucked If not up. her, then her tribe. And I kind of like that sort of moral gray thing they painted where it's like, who knows who's right, the echidnas or the yeah. owls? But what you do know is these tribes have been literally killing each other over this thing yeah. forever. Uh, I thought, like, little things like you were saying, Matt, where you have to kind of, like, shape it into, you know, make way for some changes, make way for some conveniences. Uh, I think that's a good example of how you could, like, take something and kind of make it your own a little bit, you know? Right. Because Sonic's origins are always either very fuzzy or very different, whether you're watching the old TV show from the 90s, or it's the Mm -hmm. 2D Sonic games, or it's the 3D Sonic games, or it's the Sonic Boom cartoon from the 2010s. Like, they always do sort of play with it. Or, like, X. Very, very popular. So, I work with kids. Yeah. And we we have TVs in our office, and kids, and I'm scrolling through. Netflix, they'll they'll stop me at Sonic X. They don't stop at the Fast and Furious cartoon. So no, they literally <laughs> always scroll past it. They're they'll not stop, family then. They'll stop me. They're not family. They're not family. They'll <laughs> stop me for the Jurassic Park cartoon. Never the Fast and Furious. But many kids stop me and be like, "Oh, play Sonic while you fuck my teeth up." <laughs> I think you um, now need to give context of what you do for a living. If you're going to say, "Kids say fuck my teeth out," so please. I'm a, pedi- I'm a pediatric dentist. Okay. So. <laughs> he just goes around punching kids in the teeth while they watch Sonic X. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave that one alone. I'm yeah, go, that one alone. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> no, yeah. So no, like a lot. Of, so Sonic X, Sonic is still, you know, even like the like fucking Sonic and the and Mario at the Olympics, like games that right. like we think are like you know like silly stupid games. Kids do play oh, yeah. those games. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. like kids play Sonic on their tablet that they spend too much time on. Like kids plays like kids watch like Sonic Hard Bodies. So there is. It's not like it's just a movie for us. Like kids are still involved in this franchise, and the, I think that's the way, also a big. So the way, there, go ahead, go ahead. There is no Sonic property called Sonic Hard Body. It's a New York turn of phrase. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> If anyone's not from New York, Hard Body means super serious. Okay, it means, it's not like they're watching some like really. Dumb no, you shit. haven't. You haven't seen Sonic Dead Ass. No. You haven't seen Dead Ass. <laughs> I didn't see it. It was too brick out. It was too brick out. He drops the red shoe, puts on Tim's, and a backwards yank. And then then he does, then he just stomps on people. Is this pizza? You call this pizza? Super stomps, yeah. But uh, yeah, and he (laughs) fucks. He runs back and forth from New York, like, taste this. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He he just runs. (laughs) But uh, no, I think so. I think Sonic is a bit more unique. Like, it'd be harder for Zelda because kids are still watching Sonic. Kids are still going to... Like, my audience was mostly kids when I saw the movie. How about Same. you? Mostly Same. kids. No, it was mostly grown men. No, it was, I saw it at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and the the whole place was packed with, like, kids. Yeah. And, like, they're, like and their parents were just, like, checked out. Zelda's not getting that. <laughs> no. You know, no, because Zelda does getting. generate towards an older audience, too. But I right. was going to yeah. say, Sega is so fucking lucky that children give a shit about this character. Because they, they've done almost nothing the last 15 years to warrant interest for anybody. Now, there have been some, right. some decent things here or there. There's a new video game come out coming out that looks very promising. But I'm hoping that this is like a, uh, a turning point for Sonic the Hedgehog. Because he was, this is, if, if, you know, for anyone who's not old enough to remember, but like you guys remember when we were coming up, it was Sonic and Mario. Like that, that, those were the images of who were the kings of gaming, who were the icons of gaming. And it was always Sonic and Mario. And Mario's putting out his best experiences ever 
while Sonic has just been fumbling since about 2006. Just fumble, 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 fumble. You get a touchdown here or there, but after every touchdown is another interception. It's Did just, they ever make a Sonic football? I feel like that would be helpful. At, at this point, <laughs> they might as well. Yeah. At this point, they might as well even try it. Uh, yeah. We are coming up on an hour, and at that point, I want to read through some of the questions and comments through the chat, and people are welcome sure. to put more of those through there. But before yeah. we get to that, I don't know if you guys had anything else you wanted to mention about the movie before we move forward. No, I want to hear from the chat. Yeah, what? Who's like? Who are these fucking guys? <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will, did well, you probably showed fucking... up and were like, "This isn't Kingdom Hearts. What's going on? Yeah. Let's go. Kingdom Hearts Four was announced two weeks ago. We're moving on already. What is this?" Every... <laughs> <laughs> but I will say the last thing I want—I'll say at least before we get—you uh, know—visit a few of these messages is like the soundtrack was an embarrassment. I'm gonna say that I In really this enjoyed this movie. But the soundtrack was an embarrassment. No what do you think of the dance really battle? What do you the think da- of the dance okay, battle? Okay, no, hold on. One of the funniest scenes in the movie. 2014. Yeah. One of the funniest scenes in that movie was the scene in that bar. But the second Bruno Mars started, like, yeah. you could just hear, like, at least in my role, people just went, oh. Like, yep. we were having fun. Like, there were guys with knives and people were like, like, it was just. We were having fun, and then they just went into a dance number, which is like, okay, listen, that's not Sonic. That's not. We didn't right. need to do that. We could have cut that from the film and made it a few a few minutes shorter. Um, so, just saying, in a series that has incredible music, and the fact we didn't get one Crush Forty song, we didn't we didn't get one <laughs> song from the original score. We that's all, true. all we got all we got was literal just just Bruno Mars and anything that Paramount or Warner Brothers owns. You, or back something. in two thousand fourteen, we wouldn't be having this problem. <laughs> when did Uptown Funk even come out? I think 2016. Like, it, like what an yeah. old song That's to you. Yeah. It, it just didn't. It it just it just didn't click. All right. You remember so, that one year where every trailer had Uptown, Uptown Funk. Funk in it? it yeah, like, every dun, trailer started dun, with dun, Uptown dun, Funk. Coming now, the serial killer that haunts the street. Dum, dun, 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 yeah, dun, and also like, <laughs> and and just. I, honestly, I don't mind the idea of a dance battle. Yeah, 2014, that was right. It, it's a, it's, the song's literally from 2014. Yep, those kids it's can a, now It really is a 2014 Sonic. movie. Yeah. But, uh, it, and it's also just like, if you're going to do a dance battle, one, like, you know, pick a, pick a better song. But, um, but also that's one of those, uh, an example of those Hollywood, like, concessions. Yeah. You know, like, oh, like, like kids movies have dance battles in them and despicable me like two had a dance battle and so Jim you got the floss which hasn't been cool and what like it wasn't cool when sonic did it in the in sonic one right. <laughs> I, I cringed when sonic did it in sonic one and, and like, then hey, and so they had Jim and you, you you endorse flossing like that's that. not the type of flossing <laughs> i endorse <laughs> twice a week that's not what i'm talking even if i were to make that joke to a kid he wouldn't and, like it no, no he wouldn't like it I think I just lost Nick a whole bunch of fucking sponsors. <laughs> we're good. Trust me, we're good. We don't want him here. Anyway, yeah. so Danny Ambrose over on Twitch says they need to just make a Chow Garden movie. Good game, easy. Uh, <laughs> anybody okay. familiar? Uh, oh, Matt, you're going to have to show him a Chow. You're going to have to show him a Chow. But I mean, if they just have Chows in the next movie, even just a little homage to them would make me happy. How are they, these little uh, little pixie guys? Oh, in in like cute. some of the Sonic games. They oh are, yeah, they, you know. And see if the, if Sony Animation did this movie, that would be fucking from day one. Oh yeah, yeah. that Sony fucking minions and all that shit. They exactly. fucking know how to. They're smart. They're yeah. smart. 
Uh, Axel Vega over on YouTube says, I mean, the fact that they redesigned him entirely shows how much they cared. Which well, but then, the, it shows but how also, much they were like worried about losing a ton of money. Yeah, because if yeah. they cared, how did they let that first design come through in the first place? Right. That that's like, yo, I'm, I'm a really make I'm a, I'm really into yo. I'm gonna be honest with you, Nick. Sonic Truther. Right I'm gonna right be here. honest Sonic with you. Truther. <laughs> OG Sonic looked like had your face. Like you as a hedgehog. That's that was that put was a, the first Sonic they made. Put a blue filter on, man. We're yes. Good. <laughs> And and that's that's not an ins- that's a compliment to you, I'm honestly. Taking it. I'm taking You're it. You're a face made for the movies. If I'm trying to make a Sonic, if I'm trying to make a Sonic movie, right. and I want this thing to be truth to the source, and I only I only have three decades worth of Sonic material during which he's mostly stayed the same. Am I gonna put Nick Landy's face on it? I mean, get that Kingdom Hearts money. That's true. We have the. So that's all I'll say. I, I think I don't know what happened. Maybe, maybe when, maybe someone was fired just over that face, and they let the people who cared like just take imagine control. the alternate universe. If say Sonic's one was like sequel successful, but like everyone's like, oh, the design was a little rough, and then they did Super Sonic looking like that. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it would have been hideous. Are they, are they brought in tails and knuckles with also those faces? <laughs> stop! 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 That movie yeah. would be. The- It'd be a fucking nightmare. Y'all caught the the John Ralphio? The John Ralphio? The the the... So you know Ben Schwartz plays. Yeah, honestly, one of my critiques of the film is Sonic acts too much like John Ralphio. That's one of my critiques anyway. (laughs) But I do like the worst. That's literally when he did that, I was like, no, leave yourself out of this. (laughs) I I laughed at that. That was like one of the references I got. I was like, yeah, I got that. I understood that (laughs) reference. I got that one. I'm the but, oldest uh, person in here without a child. I think I get this one, at least one. <laughs> <laughs> but again, major shout out to Axel Vega on YouTube. He is a sage of the lodge. And speaking of sages of the lodge, another one rolls in. Corey Siracus, who says, half of the classic Disney movies such as Lion King have pretty dark plots, mostly because it's based off Shakespeare. Kids movies right. don't need to be childish the entire time. I think that goes into oh. a, what we were talking about earlier in the podcast yeah. that like, you know, a lot of like the children's movies that are remembered throughout time are the ones that honestly did take their plots pretty seriously. There's a great interview. Um, it's Conan O'Brien talking to Gene Wilder. Mm. And it's Gene Wilder talks about uh, his experience as, as Willy Wonka and like when kids recognize who he is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's there, like, if you've seen Willy Wonka, you know, it's a little, ugh, it's a little screwy. Yeah. But there's like, it's parts that are dark and there's parts that are, but like he's like, and uh, to paraphrase, uh, Gene's like, but kids will realize it's not menacing. It's it's to be a part, like to know that there is darkness in the world, but there is also a lot of light where you could walk through. Nah, Willy Wonka scared the shit out of me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hold you, like, oh, like Willy Wonka when I was a kid. You don't want to work 24 hours a day. That's that was that. spooky. That was spooky. But but no, but you're right. I mean, I I think I think Alex Vega is a hundred percent on the money that. You know, a kid's movie doesn't have to be Bruno Mars. Yeah. You know, like you can take yourself seriously. Like even Shrek had serious, had like serious themes, you know, mm-hmm. even within this love, uh, within this like kind of fairy tale love story of, you know, her own insecurities and his own insecurities and how those kind of almost prevented them from getting married and yeah. the sort of classism involved in that. Zootopia, great movie. It's about the 80s crack ep- epidemic. You Idris know? Elba also in there. Idris Elba also in there as a, as a cop. As a cop, as five zero, um, you know, Encanto, like oh yeah, that's 
Yeah, that, it deals with I like some pretty Kanto, serious familial themes. Oh, it's very good. Kanto's yeah. very good. Mitchell's versus the machines. Mitchell's versus the machines. It's not as dark, but it's still very good. I do recommend people seeing yeah. it. Even like, oh, if you think of like OG Disney movies, like yes, Aladdin is Hamlet. I mean, sorry, Lion King's Hamlet. Aladdin also has some like some dark moments in it. Yeah, you know, um, it, like and the Great Mouse Detective is dark. American Tale, Fifel Goes West is pretty dark because it's about the uh, the migration of uh, I think uh, Polish uh, refugees and immigrants in the early America. Uh, like mm-hmm. I think pre-depression era of America, yeah. Like there's like kids' movies way back. I'm not saying also. I'm not saying that they're better because if you do go back, some of them are like, "Good lord, <laughs> yeah, how do people <laughs> watch this?" Yeah, fuck. Like, you kind of look like Jesus Christ. But then, like, you if you do get those good ones that do stand the test of time, you could kind of sit and like you just go like, "Yeah, like I still get the message. I could still understand why kids will get the message." And those obviously will last the test of time until they get their own Disney live action remakes. Yeah. They don't stand that test. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. Uh, Corey Sarakis also adds that Idris killed it as Knuckles, which I think we're we're all in agreement oh, with yeah. that. That Idris Elba brought it, like he brought it, man. He's 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 great in almost everything he does. Yeah, yeah he is. Yes, and I think also just like the Drax like kind of character for Knuckles, like was just very well suited. Yeah, um, added a lot of good comedic relief. But I'll tell you, when he came through and he beat the shit out of Sonic. I'm thinking like, all right, this guy's this guy's pretty serious. The best line I saw that he, the best delivered line of the movie was, "Do I look like I need your power?" Yeah, like just like just that raw shit, man. That's it's more big, of that. That's, yeah, that's big knuckle energy. That's right big there. knuckle energy. Um, speaking of which, Maria comments, "Man, that knuckles the knuckle scenes when they were reading Sonic and Tom's chat was just beautiful." I feel dot, dot, yeah dot 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 dot. dot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I thought like, one of the most underplayed moments was when he was like hanging on the cliff and he's like thinking Robotnik's gonna turn on him's like oh, you can't, these little things can't disturb oh they're stairs I was, like, yeah. that <laughs> blew by people so fast yeah. <laughs> but like this is pretty fucking funny too like yeah. <laughs> Yep. There, there were a lot of funny lines. One line that had Charlotte and I in stitches was actually Jim Carrey, right? As he's going to like turn on Knuckles. And he's like, you're about as useful to me as a backstage pass to Limp Bizkit. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, that, li- that line was not for the kids. That line yep. was for us. <laughs> like, yep. just Everybody's <laughs> red Yankee hat turned right around. And like, oh, <laughs> it's over now. It's he had gone. a lot of good... A lot of good lines, a lot of good little word plays that I, I don't. Yeah. Really I'd say for every time, interview. every time their humor made me cringe, it made me laugh twice. Yeah, yeah. I felt they got the the best of like Jim Carrey's four days on set, and I'm so glad they brought Stone back. Stone <laughs> yeah. with that, yeah. No, honestly, the whole mean bean, him holding up in the coffee shop, amazing. Yep, yep. Um, Corey Sarakis again said a lot of chimes in. I thought I read the director said they won't replace Jim Carrey, but they'll just have him be arrested or disappear. Um, yeah. I, th- I think yeah. it depends how long it goes. I think they could last a couple more films, but they're eventually going to need to bring him back in. And when they do, maybe he goes to jail and he gets fat in jail. And then he yeah. comes out mm-hmm. and now he's fat Robotnik and he's played by Jack Black and everybody's happy. Uh, and then Maria comments, I think it's going to be The Rock who will replace Eggman and he'll fail immediately. The Rock. <laughs> the Rock. Did you ever see the uh, the SNL bit of the uh, evil scientist with The Rock? Where, I think so, yeah. Where it's like, it's like all these like comically evil scientists like, oh, I created a freeze ray. I created this. He's like, well, I create a robot that molests children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
like, they're like, Jesus Christ, like you said, evil scientists. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I have this little ray that, you know, it gives people cancer. Right. It's like, well, Jesus, what are you doing? It's right. like, no, you, you said be evil. You said be evil, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, that'd be, I mean, that'd be a really funny thing if, like, I, The Rock becomes yeah. Ro Rocknet and, like, <laughs> he, um, like, just immediately foregoes all, like, the overcomplication and he, the he cartoonish would... evil and then just actually just murders people. It has to go Austin Powers 3 with it where it mm. opens up on, like, a fake movie and the rock is playing robotnik in the mo in the fake movie oh yeah and then it pans out and then you see like it's jim carrey doing a zoom from prison and it's like mm -hmm. that's not how i did it i did the floss like this it's matt damon playing loki in, right uh, in, the, in the loki play and it's uh it's aziz ansari playing sonic Oof. just to kind of be like <laughs> just, 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 to twi just to twist yeah. the knife a little bit uh, want to give a shout out to my buddy Ill-Fitting Trousers on Twitch who sends love our way before Z on YouTube says, oh. do you think, I think this is going to be a question for me, do you think Dark Gaia is going to be a thing in the future movie? All right, for those who may not be familiar, Dark Gaia is from Sonic Unleashed, which is a uh, mixed reception. Uh, some people think it's awful. Some people think it's a hidden gem. I think it's possible. I mean, if they're going to experiment away from Eggman, uh, I think it's yeah. I think it's possible Dark Gaia. Like they they, they oh, might as well work with Eldritch. something like that. I think that's a good question. I feel that's if if let's say Robotnik is your Loki of this universe, that's there's your Thanos. Perfect. Mm. There's your guy. There's your guy pulling the strings behind the set. Yeah, Matt just showed me a picture of him. He looks like uh was was Steve Buscemi's character from Monsters Inc. and then like his Cthulhu <laughs> kind of <laughs> matched up together. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Randall? Know. Randall, yeah. Let's go call him Mort. Like, it's Mort from Monsters, Inc. You know Mort. Is oh. a primordial hyper energy organism from the dawn of time. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Sonic in space. Uh, Maria comments, if they don't put live and learn in the third movie, I would be upset. Especially now that Shadow is coming. Um, I think that's going to be a must. Uh, oh, cool. Charlotte mentions that we were the only ones who laughed at that Limbisky line in the movie. Theater. Yeah, that was, no, that we was were like the was... obnoxious people, like peeing ourselves, and like nobody, everyone's like, we're watching the movie. Well, they're we, all we big fans of Limbisky. Silence in the theater felt that way. Like everybody was a big fan of Limbisky, and only Charlotte and I <laughs> were the assholes who laughed. I was a, I'm a big fan of Wes and his goofy paints. <laughs> it's just oh, oh, I love so DJ Lethal. It appears there was a mix-up. It appears there okay. was a mix-up. Uh, when Maria said rock, she was actually talking about Agent Stone. So, oh. fun fact, she's from South America, so she probably saw the movie in Spanish, where the gotcha. translation is probably very, very similar. So, Oh, sorry about that, Matt, mis, uh, mistran miscommunication. I mean, hey, um, it happens, man. Still it happens, man. But that is, uh, that's going to bring us to the bottom of the chat. Uh, I guess before we put a bow on this, any final words for the Sonic movie? Mm. Shorten it up. You don't have to do so. Like now you got all the lore out of the way. Now you just have fun with it. I think it, these movies should not be more than like a hundred minutes. I agree. I think it's very, I, I think it's like very clear the parts of this movie that worked and the parts that didn't. Um, but I, I, the pessimist in me says that they won't learn from the things that didn't work because they were also in the first Sonic movie. Yeah. And, you know, and so they made it into this one. They'll probably make it into the third one. But I think as long as they keep including things uh, from the Sonic franchise, like, like Shadow, like Metal Sonic, like things that, you know, the, that the, the fan base can still connect to. And um, 
and and still like and hold themselves accountable like yes you're making a kids movie but also trying to make something coherent like have the have the writers make something that still uh is competent i think there's i think there's still hope for sonic i think when sonic 3 comes out it, it has a lot of potential to do a, a very good job i will say the one thing that sold a lot of people on this sonic was knuckles yeah so sonic 2 so the 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 third trailer because the this this the, I think the main reason I saw this movie was because that first trailer with Knuckles beating Sonic's ass was like as someone whose favorite yeah. color is red was big for me, mm-hmm. big for me. So Shadow's got to come through on that on that Sonic Three trailer to really uh, to get really everybody get interested. Yeah. Did you say who is it going to like be voiced by anybody yet? Or I heard Keanu Reeves. That would be that's that's a win. That's a win. Yeah. That that's a big win. I uh, I mean I, agree I don't know if that's true at all, but I yeah, swear. But let's let's manifest it. Let's manifest yeah, right. it. I mean I, I you have to, go ahead. You have to differentiate the voices uh, between the characters because mm-hmm. yeah. you have your deep voice with Knuckles. You have your very high pitched kid voice as in, in Tails. So cute. Tails is so cute. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, so have, perfect. So perfect. And you have your precocious uh, teen voice in Sonic. Yeah. So now you have to either have like. Well, Shadow usually speaks like this. Like, he's got... Oh, that's, oh, that's Keanu. Keanu. Yeah, that's Keanu. Like, yeah. little register. Like, yeah, no, it's right up Keanu's alley, yeah. honestly. You have if to you someone, to like, who, who has very formed sentences. I'm like, I mean, uh, they said, like, uh, Knuckles is more... Gruff. Gruff and, like, pretty... He's not... Um, uh, whatever like, right not word. verbose. There you go. Like, this one has to he's... be a little bit more intimidating and then... And I think they only registers in for kids that he's intimidating when he acts more adult. Yeah, mm. I think I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point. Um, a lot of that next movie is going to rely on Shadow's reception, uh, much yeah. the way this one was Knuckles, right? Like we, you see that trailer, and you're like, all right, that looks like fun. You know, Idris Elba as Knuckles, that could work. Um, but I think a lot of what's going to help that next movie too is what I want to see. I want to see more of these characters learning from each other. Like, you know, yeah. Sonic learned the Wachowski special or the Wachowski family wisdom or whatever it is, which is fine. But to me, I think the most profound, like, I, I mean, if you could use the word profound, but the most profound part of the film was when, like, after Robotnik had basically successfully fooled Knuckles and stopped Sonic temporarily, he got the Master Emerald. And then Sonic and Knuckles just sit on that beach and Knuckles pretty much mm-hmm. asked him, like, so how do you do this? How do you just, like, maintain like such optimism even after we've completely failed like what is it about you like how are you able to do that and like little things like knuckles slowly seeing that even though sonic was the enemy he treated his comrade better than eggman treated his comrade like just more of that i feel like that's where the movie really shined uh that's kind of the glue of the movie yeah. that's kind of yeah. holds it together right even with like and you're right it's really a three-way thing because it's Sonic kind of Sonic and Tails' relationship was also like it, it wasn't I wouldn't call it deep, but there was uh, there were some heartfelt moments. It was genuine. Tails really finding yeah. his self worth through following Sonic and and trying to and helping him, and Sonic kind of realizing the responsibility that he has through his uh, through taking care of Tails, and then that translating over to, to Knuckles. So you're right. It really is a, a that really is like a the 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 adult. That's I think that's like the more adult theme of the movie like the way these characters are actually uh grow in a in a respectable yeah. way that's the part that and, and in addition to like the jim carrey one-liners that respects the audience yeah you know yeah. bruno that, mars did not exactly <laughs> that, that's that. what'll that's what'll bring us back for the next one mm-hmm. um but dudes like this was this was a great time 
Uh, I'm glad you came yeah. on here. I'm sorry we never did a Snyder Cut thing. I just never watched Snyder Cut. I don't think... worry, I'm not. I'm not. You're I, right. I still don't want to watch it either. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Honestly, I, I have guys... a hardline stance on on it. I don't want to. I, I, someone... I respect the fact that he got it, but yeah. I don't have to give a shit at that. It's uh, that is there. As someone who watched <laughs> it, I'll say, is it better than the original? Yes. Does that make it good? No. If you didn't like the, if you didn't like. I, everyone, if everyone's saying like, "Yo, I hated Justice League. It was trash." But the Snyder cut, the Snyder cut, puts everything Marvel did to shame. They're lying. <laughs> they're fan. They're stands and they're lying. Yeah. You know. Hey, let the let the stands be stands. Uh, but yeah. again, boys, this was a great time. Uh, thank you, everybody who dropped in here and uh, dropped in yeah, some thank lines. Thank you. Hello. Yeah. Th- thank thanks you for uh, coming yeah. through. We appreciate that. I've gone and dropped thank the cool. movie Mayhem Podbean link in the chat yet again. Make sure you follow these gentlemen. What they do is awesome. Uh, always appreciate your guys' takes. And again, thanks for coming on and thanks for hanging yeah, out, next, everybody. You got it. Thank next you. episode's on Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never want a Kingdom Hearts movie. <laughs>